the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to the Situation Report today. This is the show where we do our best every single episode to give you the information and perspectives you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stolliker here with Chad Robichaux. And uh, really uh, excited is probably the wrong word <laughs> to bring you this episode today. We have a great guest on. It's a shorter interview. But it is an opportunity for us, Chad and I, to talk about the work that we do, but really the work that all of us as Americans should be interested in. And that is the work of supporting the men and women who have supported us, those in the military, those who have served and are serving. And this is a a group of folks that we talk about a lot, obviously, because of our work with the Mighty Oaks Foundation. But it is a group that are easy to forget. And it's easy to forget the statistics that go along with many of the struggles of the folks in our military. And uh, really excited to be able to have this opportunity to talk to you about that today. And uh, Chad, this is kind of one of those topics that's um, right up our alley. Now, we've never not talked about something just because we didn't know about it. We, we, we have no problem making stuff up. But this is one area that we actually do spend a lot of time talking about. Yeah, not, not only do we spend a lot, of to- a lot of time talking about it, we spend a lot of time doing it organization, Mighty Oaks Foundation, that does this work every day that actually serves those who served us, uh, you know, both in the military side, the first responder, the spouses of those uh, side. I mean, this is literally what we do every day outside, outside of these shows. And, um, and you know, over the last 12 years, uh, we've been able to speak to 350,000 active duty service members and give uh, over a quarter million books away to them to help support them with resources running our, our legacy program at five different ranches around the country, doing four programs per year, graduating about 4,500 people over 12 years and doing a thousand per year. Now we do all that, by the way, uh, for absolutely free to the warriors. Uh, we spend millions of dollars a year uh, that comes through us a generous donation of the American people. As I say, American people, we have donors from around the world that support us and, uh, you know, just generous people that uh, believe in that cause, believe in the same things we're talking about and, and help make us happen to fund it. So it, it costs nothing to these uh, amazing warriors and their families. And, and I think one of the ways that we've been able to be successful uh, with that mission and uh, getting the word out from both the fundraising side, because you got to get the word out to get fundraising to, in order to pay for these programs. And then also you got about to get the word out to those who are struggling so they can help they need. Uh, one of the ways we've been able to get the word out is through amazing people using their own platforms to do that. And those platforms can be big or small. Like some, you know, somebody can be, you know, somebody just has at home has a heart for their uh, veterans and, and service members or first responders. And they, it's like, well, I only have 50 people that follow me on my Instagram. Well, that's your, that's your platform. That's your audience. You reach out to those 50 people. You literally may save someone's life their their marriage their family their eternity their legacy might prevent a suicide like that platform is your platform and and you can have impact with it and you should use it to for things you care about and especially things that god burdens your heart for and then you have people all in other end you know we've had people in other end that that have huge platforms that have millions of followers and uh, and have blasted out uh 
you know, causes. I remember we were doing a thing in Afghanistan, uh, the rescues in Afghanistan, Chris Pratt for two months, put uh, on his Instagram profile, change it to our status, man, what a big platform. And we got, uh, you know, so many people chipped in and, and donated and supported because Chris Pratt used his platform for us. Yeah. So we had, you know, two extremes, but I mean, to me, like both of them are equally as valuable. Yeah. We have one person that has this huge platform or we have hundreds of people that have you know, smaller platforms. Doesn't matter how many people reach because you should just care about one and uh, let God do the rest and you can reach one person. Yeah. So uh, it's been amazing to watch. And you know, our guest today, that's kind of why I went into our guest today is someone that has used his platform and, and uh, to do just that. A lot of, uh, th- as you mentioned, there are a lot of folks who do use their platform. And then there are a lot of Americans who just don't seem to know that this is even an issue that they should care about. And, and that's, you know, surprising. In, in fact, in our interview today, um, Danny will say, you know, this, this needs to be a conversation. He's the one that's had. And it's, it's funny when people, funny to me when people say that, because we talk about it so often that I feel like, how could people not know this is an issue that, you know, more than 20 veterans a day are taking their lives. More than four active duty service members a day are taking their lives. We look at broken homes and all of the issues that are associated with uh, trauma due to military service or service in the community. These are things we talk about all the time. So it's, it's, it's always such a strange thing to me when someone says, um, this is something that's not talked about or something we need to know about. Why do you think it is that so many people who are enjoying the freedom defended, provided by our service members, don't understand the toll that that service often has to them personally or to their families. Why is that missed? Well, I think America as a culture, uh, it, you know, has become complacent, uh, con- uh, just very too complacent, uh, very content and lazy. Uh, you know, and it's a it may sound harsh, but it's just true. Yeah. We uh, enjoy our lives, our uh, sphere of influence and what's happening in our world. And we become very short sighted. And I think everyone on the planet, but mostly people in America yeah. think the world revolves around them, right? Life, uh, as I know it, revolves around me. The whole yeah. world, everything exists for me. And uh, when people live in that mindset, they have a hard time seeing things outside of their world and uh, and the consequences of uh, the things that have to occur to provide, you know, life, stability, security, freedom, yeah. all those things. And so I think just short-sightedness and, and, and just laziness uh, yeah. it takes a little bit of intentionality on our individual part to understand, hey, I, I could, uh, you know, go to the mall and not have a suicide bomber. I could go to church on Sunday morning and, and worship the God, yeah. God as I choose to. Yep. I, uh, I could take my kids to, you know, to school to get an education. My daughter could uh, become anything she wants in this country. Like all those things we take for granted, but we don't, we have to be intentional to say, why is it that my daughter could be? a doctor. Why is it that I can take my kids to church on Sunday morning and no one's going to, you know, yeah. blow it up. I'm not gonna, my pastor's not going to get arrested for yeah. preaching the word of God. Why is it we can do that? And you have to be intentional about asking those things and then saying, Oh, it's because, you know, us service members since 1775 have yeah. and fought and bled and died for our freedom. And, uh, and they're still doing it today, by the way. And, yeah. uh, and maybe we should, uh, make sure that they're taken care of when they come home. Yeah. I saw a video yesterday. <clears throat> I think it was a daily wire, put it out. It was one of them, uh, one of their uh, man on the street videos. And the question was, it was on a college campus. The question was, are you proud to be an American? It was a real simple question. And the number of young people who said, no, I'm not proud at all. I'm embarrassed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We hear this all the time. Right. Um, but it's pretty amazing. And, and then the, the interviewer asked, well, 
you know, why? And they gave, you know, a lot of silly answers. It's crazy, that, though. I think the media has so tainted what it is to be an American, how valuable the freedoms that we have really are, how unique this country is, that that extends then to the men and women who are providing those freedoms and those opportunities. And so this kind of weird world we're living in right now, which you're in America, you have the freedom to speak and live as you want. And part of that is you can talk about how bad America is, even though the rest of the world is trying to get here. That then has consequences even for our veteran community because so many folks um, are not appreciated because what they've preserved and provided is not appreciated. And, you know, you can't throw that on any one person, but I think just educating even about how valuable it is to live in a country like this is super important. Well, there's also an underlying uh, motive to destroy our country. We all know that, right? That's no secret. And, uh, and, and media has been used as a weapon in, the, in yep. that war. To yep. destroy America. The history of America, what patriotism is. I mean, if I did, if I did a social media post about how much I hate America, <laughs> it, will, it will run free and everyone will hear it and yeah. know about it. If I post about my patriotism, my love for this country, and, and uh, talk about the founding fathers and, that, yeah. and the, the biblical principles that this country was built on, uh, that would be censored yeah. uh, on, on social media, right? So there's someone, someone's putting their finger on a scale to control the narrative. And then you look at mainstream media. How could anyone uh, be aware of veterans' causes issues when the mainstream media will not talk about it? Uh, we have... You know, they say 22 a day veterans die, uh, committing suicide in America. We know that's only 50 percent of demographic we reported. We know since that report came out, the suicide rate has, is so much more uh, that, you know, in the last two years or three years now, it's up 1000 uh, percent because of COVID and things related to that. So we don't know what the number is, but those things, which would be in any other scenario, considered a, a national emergency, a pandemic yep. with any other yep. demographic will never make the news. You will not see it on a mainstream right. media news right. unless someone like you or I is invited on as a guest and say it. That's the only way it's going to make it in the news. So meanwhile, the news is putting out information on everything else, everything political for the last eight years or more in our, in our country. The only thing you get from mainstream media news is politics, politicians, and uh, the next scandal. But we don't get uh, these important things. I mean, outside of the veteran community, the opioid epidemic, yeah. uh, things like that, uh, suicide amongst teens in our country rising, all these things that were so important for uh, people to care about in our country uh, aren't getting in the news cycle. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a tragedy. And uh, so people aren't educated. People don't know. They don't know what they should care about. So how, if they don't even know what they should care about, how should they know what they can do about it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's what makes a guest like ours today um, so important. These are the kind of people we meet along the way and hear about, and we just want to talk to them because uh, the work that they're doing, like you said earlier, is them using the platform that God has given to them. And, and you know, our guest today, he talks about God giving him this platform, the responsibility that he has. Um, so important and so valuable, and there's no way to even know the lives that will be impacted. Our, uh, our guest in this interview today is Danny Griego. Danny is a top... 10 billboard songwriter and entertainer, um, fascinating personal history. He'll tell a little bit of that story, but go on his website. You'll find his personal history and his story leading up to where he is today and really has uh, come to the point in his life where he said, I need to serve those who have served me and pre preserved our freedoms. And uh, so very excited to bring this conversation to you with singer songwriter Danny Griego. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You have heard and seen most of the truth behind the events of January 6th. And now you can visit Washington, D.C. on September 24th and join J6 Solidarity and their peaceful and patriotic event that will expose the entire truth of January 6th at our nation's capital, and not just what mainstream media has lied about. Join J6 Solidarity and their well-known guest speakers to discuss the wrongful arrest and incarceration of all the January 6th patriots. Hear what speakers like Salem Media's Dinesh D'Souza, Newsmax's Johnny Tobacco, Joe Oltman, the host of conservative daily podcast Professor David Clements, and many more have to say. This peaceful event will take place on September 24th in Washington, D.C., next to the Federal District Court. For all the details, go to our new website, the letter J, the number 6, solid.com. That's j6solid.com. Don't have your head in the sand. Learn the truth. Go to j6solid.com now. Thank you for your time, your patriotic loyalty, and as always, God bless America. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You all have helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO, wants to give back exclusively to his listeners. The Percale and Giza Dream bed sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they are all on sale for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-870-0283. Use the promo code SITREP or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code SITREP. Our guest today on The Situation Report is Danny Griego, Billboard Top 10 songwriter and entertainer. Danny, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Honored to be here. I want to start... uh, by just getting your story, you have an interesting background, kind of a path that brought you to where you are. So just tell us how you, uh, maybe how you grew up, the influences on your life, what brought you to the place where you are right now? Boy, that's a tall order. <laughs> There's a lot there. Start anywhere you want. I was on a, a full ride wrestling scholarship to NAU when they canceled the program. And uh, I was taking a hiatus um, during my last semester of college. And I went on a fishing trip up to the eastern border of Arizona, just across from New Mexico, and uh, I got struck by lightning. Wow. But, uh, I was headed to go to law school at ASU, and it was a, a radical transformation in my life. We got looking up and wondering why I was here. And uh, so 
I started, the neurosurgeon told me that if I wanted to rebuild the pathways because of the lightning strike paralyzed my right arm. Wow. And the neurosurgeon told me that if I learned how to play classical guitar, that it would reconnect the pathways. And during that period of time, I started writing songs in my sleep. And I actually taught myself how to play guitar wow. by songs that I was dreaming. So that pretty much led to a, a life where I started walking the Lord's line and I made a deal with them and said, uh, if you draw the line, I'll walk it. And of course, that's a large statement of obedience that took me a long time to get down, you know? Yeah. Because um, we have our will. We want to do our things, right? So the Lord's put veterans in my path. And I do a lot of shows for the military and I'm honored to do them. Um, I also have a, a fishing ministry for special forces veterans. I take them down to an island. Like we just took the SEAL Foundation and wow. they don't have to do anything took them fishing um we do that several times a year so during this whole veteran walk i was out in california and i was doing a thing called operation Serpent, awesome 501 c3 that's also hooked in with operation second chance uh cindy mcgrew mm. and operation surf teaches amputees how to surf and it is a total life-changing experience for them yeah. in a massive steam builder. So while I was out there working with Operation Surf, and just as I realized that my really nice American hat got taken off the top of the bell cart and some rascal walked off with it, Cindy comes up to me, Operation Second Chance, she said, Danny, I want to introduce you to some folks. And she took me over and introduced me to a half dozen double amputees and one young man that punched out of an F-14 and broke almost every bone in his body. Wow. Wow. And after sitting there for 30 minutes, I realized that, you know, I don't have any problems. And uh, I told you about that because as I was leaving that, so now I'm in my tour bus and I'm driving back to Dallas, Texas from California. And I get a call from a fella that I see a number on my phone that I've never seen before. And I just felt convicted to pick it up, which I don't do. I picked it up and there was a guy on the phone I'd never met asking me that if I could, if I could please help write a song for the 22 veterans today taking their own lives. Mm. And of course, the Lord puts you in places to give you an education so that he prepares you for what you're going to do. And mm. I knew exactly when I heard that, that I was supposed to do that. So I got together with a fellow named KP Fitz and we wrote the song 22 and we went down to the Mississippi Delta and shot a video on it. I have an awesome story about the putting together of that video. If you want to hear it. Yeah. Um, love to. We, we, uh, we went down there and shot this video and we used all veterans on the video and we're really wanting to get that video out. Of course, we're just getting some traction with some people who are going to help us push it out because we've had no funding to do this. And Google, I'm sorry, uh, YouTube keeps shutting it down at 50. It'll go to 48 and 49 and 50 and drop back off. So um, anyway, that's kind of where we are today. And I believe that's, uh, you know, what I want to talk with you about today is there's 22 veterans a day. And by the way, the numbers really went a lot higher. It's more like 50 a day mm. because the two statistic did not include women. 
it did not include doesn't include active duty service members which is huge yeah it only includes confirmed suicide so it doesn't include anybody who overdosed right yeah so massive yeah. also also only, it only counts for about half of the demographic uh geographically so and this is half of the demographic and then we, we i mean right now with the last two years of COVID, the suicide hotlines up a thousand percent and they're certainly not going to report a new, new accurate number. So we have no idea what the number is, but once one is too many is what we say. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Tell it's us, a, tell us the story of a, so I watched the video um, that goes along with the song um, 22 and it's uh, it's a powerful depiction. Um, you took a, you, you took a turn in there. I didn't expect. And uh, it, it really shows kind of the impact of, you know, the decision that many of our service members are making uh, talk about putting that together and what that was like in, you know, involving veterans, an amputee who is kind of the, the centerpiece of that. Um, tell us that story. So, you know, like me and Kelly Pools and, and Dennis McLaughlin put the thing together on kind of a shoestring budget. And um, we were, Dennis had an actor lined out for the amputee. And I was adamant to not using nothing against the actor the only using veterans. I thought it was very important to tell the store, story with the people who served our country, period. Mm. And so I budge off that. And uh, we didn't have the lead actor, Brent Bress, the, the man that's standing in front of the train that's called Veteran Suicide, that's, that's thrown his body across the tracks. We didn't have him yet. Um, I reached out so I'll back up a little bit so Dennis called me it was Thursday night we have a crew sitting in the Mississippi Delta to shoot this video and he said Danny we don't have our, our lead guy yet um, we can, we're going to have to wave off on this deal and cancel it and send those guys back home and I said Dennis don't do it he will show up we just need to pray about it he'll show up and he goes that's a tall order man you know, there's people out there waiting right now. We start shooting Monday. And and also the a couple of the other amputees who came on board, we drove out my tour bus to, to the Mississippi Delta to go do that. Derek Ross and Dan Robles. Dan Robles is the Leroy Cisco's Military Warriors Support Foundation, who's given over Leroy's given over nine hundred homes away to wounded wow. troops. Great wow. organization. So we were getting ready to head out there. I hung up the phone with Dennis. I, I text my song 22 to a soldier I met, an Army Ranger, double amputee, who I met at Operation Sur. He called me at 10.30 on Thursday night and said his, his wife and he were sitting there crying listening to our song. And I just asked him, I said, if there's anybody that comes to your heart who you think that you should send the song to, we're looking for somebody to be in this video. Please send it. So I'm entertaining some people in Dallas, Texas that are in town. It's Friday at 10 o'clock p.m. before we're flying out. To, I'm driving out and flying out to Mississippi Delta, the rest of us. The crew is already there. I get a call from a guy. Actually, I get a call from the ranger in Tucson, Arizona. And he says, Danny, I sent this to a fella in Mesa, Arizona. He's really interested. Can I give him your number? I said, absolutely. 
So he called me and we spoke on the phone and he said, what's the treatment? And I said, okay, this guy knows a little bit about video. So I told him the storyline of the video. He goes, I'm in. And I said, Brent, before you do that, you need to know you're, you're stepping out in front of a train. You're walking out in front of principalities of evil that we don't understand that are taking these, these veterans out. And I caution you to do that. And he said, Danny, I'm already dealing with those demons every day. I've already been in this battle. I'm in. Mm. I'm supposed to, be, to do this. So Monday morning, he was on an American Airlines first class flight to the Mississippi Delta to shoot the video. Wow. Wow. Absolutely amazing. Um, what on the other side of, uh, of all of this, other than drawing attention to a problem that is, as you mentioned, enormous, um, what are some of your goals as you kind of wrote this out and put it together and, and built it out? What are some of the things that you hope will come of this? Well, I think, you know, it's a topic that we need to talk about that nobody's talking about. You know, it's, it's not something that the military wants to put on a recruiting poster. So, <laughs> right. Out there, right. And we don't train our troops, our troops how to come home. We, they're not trained for that mission. That's another big problem. So one of the biggest things that needs to happen is the message needs to be talked about among the, the veteran community. And they need to call each other because a lot of times these, the veterans aren't calling each other and talking to each other. The brotherhood that they have for various reasons, for a number of reasons. Of course, this is a, a huge walk for me and a, and a learning curve. And uh, I've done so many hunts and fishing trips with veterans. And, you know, and I, I have this discussion with them because it's important for me to know where they're coming from, which how can you and me do that without being out there in the trenches, right? So my dad had PTSD. I grew up on the other side of that. Um, I think it's important to start the dialogue and to get serious about it. If, if the numbers that veteran suicides were turning in right now were COVID, it would be a total different discussion. Hmm. It would be a dated pandemic, right? Yeah. But it's not. It's, uh, it's something that people want to sweep under the rug, and we need to disrupt that and get out there and have some dialogue about it. We were not made to live in isolation. Sadly, many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. A lot of guys end up drinking, a lot of guys end up losing hope. Someone will go to the VA and they'll try to get, you know, prescription medications to help with PTSD. You know, they'll get pills for anxiety, they'll get pills because they can't sleep, now they'll get pills for depression before they know it. they're taking 12 different medications. And when it's not working out, these guys lose hope, and that's why there's 23 guys a day committing suicide. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. As a result, We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Everything they said just kept hitting me in the heart over and over and over again. It's like all the things that I didn't know that I needed to hear. And uh, I opened my heart to God that week, dude, and like, I've been a different person ever since. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today 
offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. We provide our programs and resources, including travel, at no cost to our warriors. I remember talking to a licensed uh, social worker who actually handed me a pamphlet to Mighty Oaks. So I went. Yeah, glad I did. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. Our mission is to serve and restore our nation's warriors and families who have endured hardship through their service to America and to help them find new life purpose through hope in Christ. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Yeah, clearly you're passionate, you're, you're passionate about it. And I, I certainly, uh, as, as a veteran and as someone who has uh, committed my last 12 years of my life of doing veterans nonprofit work through Mighty Oaks Foundation, they, uh, you know, I appreciate, you know, people that use your, use your, like yourself, using your platform to be able to help advocate for veterans care. What are some, uh, what are some things you've gotten to do uh, in that advocate, in that advocacy for veterans care, like some of the concerts, some of the things you're getting to do? Uh, what does it look like? One of the things that I do, I have a 501c3 called the ICCA, and we have a horses and humans imprint program. And we pair PTSD soldiers with horses, and we take them through um, equine hippotherapy. And then at the end of it, they start working through an equine challenge course, which is a course that they have to do leading the horse and then on the horse after that, before they graduate through that experience and they figure out real quick that you cannot force a 1200 pound animal through a challenge for <laughs> what, what about events have uh, the concerts are you doing concerts and things like that or performing for the troops oh yeah absolutely i i fly all over on my own dime and do that kind of stuff and um one of the organizations that i work with locally is and nationally is called tribute to valor it's through the gary Sinise foundation and jim parmesan here locally and uh, it's the Medal of Valor winners that come, come in. <clears throat> I've been doing that for about seven years now. Um, it's, it's one of the organizations that I support. Um, and I'll go ahead and say it you know, live on the air. If there's a veterans organization out there that, that I can support and they're called to have me out there, um, please send me an invitation and I'll bring a guitar for you. And uh, a lot of times I, I end up singing song that i wrote called lady liberty or i sing the 22 song um end up singing lee greenwood's awesome song yeah god bless you say yeah anything i can do to help i'm all in man. that's it um, i'm standing here breathing the air of freedom that isn't free that you guys are guarding on the wall that's awesome danny where can people um learn about you learn about your work and uh, support you know, videos like this, songs like this, and the other work that you're doing? Oh, please go to YouTube and pull up. You can type in Danny Griego, G-R-I-E-G-O, and type in 22, and it'll pop up. Please share that thing and send it around. We're re-editing it right now. We're going to put it back out, um, shorten it up a little bit, you know, try to make it. Um, we have a narration on the top of it that we're probably going to move to the back of it just because people – some of them tune out when they don't hear a song. And they, Dale Dye was kind enough. You know Dale? Yeah, Green? yeah, yeah. Yeah, here he's in California, of, he's, uh, he's the voice of KFI, right? 
okay? He's awesome. So he was kind enough to put his voice on that and his presence. Um, we're in the process of re-editing it right now. We got a little bit of traction to help put that video up, but sharing yeah. it around would be the biggest thing. And then also I've got a, that organization, if you can go to horses, the letter N, humans.info, yep. you'll pull up the website that we have that also works with autistic children from the Shelton School. And uh, that'll explain a little bit about our program. That's great. Danny Griego, thank you so much. Really appreciate the work that you're doing and uh, look forward to connecting again in the future. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you folks at Mighty Oaks and I hope we can work on some stuff together. I'm, we'll figure yeah. it out. Yes, sir. Thank you. I already got some ideas in my mind, so. <laughs> really appreciate folks like Danny. We talked about this at the top of the show, but those who use their platform to serve others, and in this case, serving the veteran community, uh, this is a lesson for all of us. And, and again, Chad talked about this as we were introing this interview as we we're coming into this episode. It, it's not about how big your platform is. It's about using whatever your platform is. And if that is a few or that is many, use it for the good of others. And in this case, we, you know, Danny has a great platform. And uh, thankfully, he's decided to use that for the benefit of others. Go and check out his website. Check out the work that he's doing. Support him. And uh, that would be great, not only for him, but for the men and women that he is reaching out to and supporting. If you are not yet subscribed to the podcast, take some time right now to do that. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, probably the one that you're listening on right now. That's your favorite. I'm assuming it's your favorite. Subscribe and uh, go ahead and rate us there. That would be very, very helpful. Then go over to YouTube, find the subscribe button on the Situation Report channel on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the notification bell. And again, this content will be there. Other great content serves as an archive for this show and would love to have you connected to that. Thank you for joining us and really very thankful for you sticking with us and supporting the work that we do here. Look forward to talking to you next time. We will see you later. Many of you know that my day job is working for an organization called the Mighty Oaks Foundation. I've had the opportunity to work with the Mighty Oaks Foundation for a little over 10 years now and very grateful for that opportunity. I served in the United States Marine Corps and left in 2003. When I came back from Iraq and got out of the Marine Corps, I transitioned and had some of the same struggles that many of our veterans today have. Uh, that transition time can be very, very difficult. I moved on with the help and support of my family and others in my close-knit community and really, in many ways, tried to walk away from my service. It was too hard, too difficult for me to look back, to remember, to stay connected, and so I chose not to. About 10 years after I walked away, I was reconnected with many of the men that I had served with in Iraq and even before that Iraq deployment and came to understand that so many of the men that I served with did not do well. I came home and I struggled, but I had a family around me and I had a community around me that helped me to get back on my feet and continue moving forward. So many of those that I had served with, however, did not have the same opportunity. They came home and didn't have that family around them, that community that could lift them up. And so they made some decisions, decisions that we talk about often in the veteran community. I was reminded about 10 years after my service that some of the men that I served with in Iraq came home and struggled and decided that it would be best for them to end their lives. Others who had not taken their lives, but who had struggled from one relationship to the next, from one job to another, and had never really gotten back on their feet. 
I learned after 10 years that walking away from my military service was not really an option. (laughs) You see, we think we can hang our uniform in the closet for the last time and walk away, but our obligation to those that we served with remains. It was at that time that I had the opportunity to get connected to the Mighty Oaks Foundation. It was just getting started. I met our founder, Chad Robichaux, and together we began to work on what is today a national nonprofit serving veterans, active duty service members, and more and more the first responders in our community. That's what we do. You see, Chad served in the Marine Corps as well, and both of us have an understanding, and so many of the folks, many, many folks that work with us now who served in the military and in the first responder community understand that we may get out, we may hang the uniform up, but we still have an obligation to care for those who have served or are serving. That's exactly what we do at the Mighty Oaks Foundation every single day. We run programs across the country for those who have served, veterans, or are serving, active duty service members, those who are serving in their community as first responders, police officers and firefighters, and others in that first responder community. We serve them by helping them to understand that there is life beyond their service, that their identity should be wrapped up in more than a uniform or a job that they've done or are doing, that there is a purpose, that there is a plan. In fact, that God the Creator has something He intends for them. And that if they'll simply align their lives to the life that He has for them, so much of the trauma, so much of the difficulty, so much of their past, so many of those things that have a hold on them, they may not go away, but they won't maintain the hold and the control. Here's the message we try to convey and communicate. There is hope. And there is a community of people found within the Mighty Oaks Foundation that understand where you've been because we've been there. We don't have it all figured out. We're certainly not perfect, but we've taken some steps to move forward and we want to take you with us. That's what we do. How do we do that? Again, by communicating the fact that there is hope, by connecting with others who've been there and know how to move forward and by getting around you and supporting you as you begin to take those very important steps yourself. The Mighty Oaks Foundation is blessed to have supporters across the country that make it possible for us to do the work that we do at no cost to the veteran, the active duty service member, or the first responder. For you to attend our program, you simply need to set aside five days and come to one of our locations, one of our facilities. We'll do the rest. There will be no cost to you for the program, no cost for the transportation to get you to the program. We do all the planning and all the logistics. You simply need to get there. We want to remove every obstacle for you to get the help, the encouragement, the strengthening, (laughs) the hope, the renewal that you need. We're thankful for the opportunity to do that. Perhaps you are not a veteran or a service member. You're not in the first responder community, but you care about those who have served and are serving our communities. Well, you may fall into the other category then. Perhaps you're someone that can support what we do financially to make it possible for those folks to come along. Maybe your support is not financial support, but you know someone in your community, in your town, in your church, uh, in a club or something else that you're a part of that could use this kind of support and encouragement. Plug them in. Let us help them. Let us get them on the road. No cost to them. We want to do the work, but we need you to get them to us. 
That was a lot of words. If you listen to the show, you know I say a lot of words sometimes. So let me point you to the one place where you can get all of your questions answered. MightyOaksPrograms.org is our website. MightyOaksPrograms.org. There you will find more information about what we do as an organization. There's an application for those who would like to apply. Fill that application out. Our team will get back to you, set everything else up. If you would like to support the work of the Mighty Oaks Foundation, you'll find a place to do that there as well. And there is also a section for resources. So many of you know people who need help but may not start by coming to a program, attending a program, but they would read a book, they would watch a video, they would listen to a testimony. We have those resources there for you as well. So please come and join us at the Mighty Oaks Foundation's website, mightyoaksprograms.org. Our veterans, active duty members, and first responders need our support. Maybe you're in that category. You need our support. And that begins by going to the Mighty Oaks Programs website, mightyoaksprograms.org. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.